What is up, everybody? It's Robert and Austin with the Inside Gas Money Podcast, and today we're on our seventh weekly insight, which is going to be about manifestation. And we've been really excited about doing this one. Uh, we actually waited until I got back to college, so we'd have a good hour to an hour and a half to talk about this. And manifestation is something that really affects you in many aspects of your life. And a lot of people have very different opinions on it, and it's kind of something that um, you kind of have to think about on your own. But in the general terms of life, you're able to create results that you want through willingness and determination. And a lot of times that comes down to manifestation. So on today's podcast, that's going to be the main topic. Austin and I are going to share some of our stories that we've experienced with manifestation and then also give some anecdotes from other successful people who have thought of things that they want to accomplish, written those things down, and then literally willed them into existence just through determination and confidence and believing in their overall vision. Um, so I think anybody who's listening to this podcast, regardless of your career pathway or a business that you own, um, anybody out there can get value from manifestation, and it's something that gets better with time, and it's, it's one of those huge topics. I mean, there's a ton of different rabbit holes for it where there's just so much involved with manifestation, and there's so many different avenues you can go, and it's, it's just a really powerful thing especially in the business world. So um, just to introduce ourselves again, I'm Robert. Um, Austin's on the other end. We're doing a virtual call right now, and together we created Gas Money. So um, Austin, if you want to just go ahead and talk a little bit about manifestation, introduce it a little bit, and then we'll kind of go from there. Honestly, it has a lot to do with like your personal uh, you know, beliefs too, because I mean, we can go, there's, there's a bunch of different aspects. Like you were saying, Rob, um, with manifestation, there's a lot of different perspectives. There's a lot, there's a lot of different ways to look at it and ways to accomplish it. And I think going back to maybe a personal example of how I kind of started this. So I grew up Catholic. Um, you know, I don't really know, you know, any of the listeners, like which, what your beliefs are, that's, you know, all, all on you, but it's, um, that, that's how I grew up. So I grew up, you know, praying daily and, um, you know, basically believing in that, that higher power, the God, um, that was going to help me through certain events in my life. And I think when I was first introduced to manifestation, it was basically the exact parallel of what I was already doing and what, what I was already accomplishing through the thoughts and the prayers that I was already, you know, bringing into, into reality and manifesting those out of those thoughts and ideas that I was putting into focus in my head or out loud um, during certain times of the day when I pray. So now I still continue to do that. I call it, you know, prayer, but at the same time, it's, it really is manifestation. And I think one thing, um, you know, if, if you're just starting off and, and this is the first time you've heard of this, I think it's just basically being able to check yourself, have having checks and balances in your thoughts, whereas am I thinking more negatively about something or am I thinking more positively about something or um, basically figuring out how to change your negative thoughts into positive thoughts about anything and everything in your entire life. Um, and the equation of, of manifestation is basically whatever your thought process is will then basically be the magnet to whatever uh, comes into your life. So if you are thinking always negatively, you know, you, you believe that you're depressed or you believe that there's no way of getting out of the hole that you've dug, well, you're just going to keep digging yourself into that hole and digging deeper and deeper because that's what you are, um, you know, basically you're a magnet and, and those ideas and those thoughts are what is going to come into your life. But if you try to turn that around 
And I think that's the biggest part of manifestation in business and in life in general is trying to figure out how to make the most positive existence for yourself and positive outcomes. And that all starts with positive ideas and thoughts. And it really comes down to the law of attraction. And that's really at the core of manifestation is the more you think about something that you want to achieve or the more you help people out, the more value you're going to in turn experience within your own personal life. And Austin and I have seen this countless times throughout our startup gas money and throughout building our company is generally when we're more open to making connections with people or we're more willing to work towards a goal and we actually believe in that goal, it consequently creates more of a habit of working towards that goal or being more friendly to people and it's really what the law of attraction comes down to is you're going to get what you receive in life or you're going to receive what you put out there Um, it's kind of like that mirror image do unto others as you wish they would do unto you Um, that works in many many more aspects of life and it really just comes down to kind of that energy that you put out and in terms of energy there's a whole bunch of different theories and everything about how manifestation works but what it really comes down to is just getting yourself in the right mindset to accomplish a specific goal that you have or achieve certain things in your life and truly making yourself believe in that thing because if you don't actually believe in a goal then who else is going to believe in that goal and who's to say um, you're actually going to go out and accomplish that goal and that's a huge part of manifestation is just first of all making yourself believe that you will accomplish something that you put your mind out to and then as a result of that belief you're going to end up doing more things within your own life to work towards that goal Um, even though you don't realize that you're going to have those positive thoughts and you're going to do things like work on a goal write a business plan start a business all the things that go into accomplishing goals is really just created from a single thought and belief that you need to accomplish before you set out to achieve those goals. And you hit the nail on the head. It's it's about belief and it it can feel like magic sometimes. You know, as you continue to practice this and as you continue to have more and more belief in true belief, it can't just be, you know, you can tell yourself something and lie to yourself every single day about something, but if you don't truly believe in whatever you're you're trying to accomplish or whatever thing you're trying to bring into your life, then it it just won't happen and um but it's really not magic and this is kind of the that that counter to what i just said it's it basically comes down to having that simple belief and growing off of that and truly believing into it and then once you do that you will start to see that you'll find different ways to get to that goal you'll find different steps to go up and it comes down to executing on those um, because manifestation is almost like one of those things where if you have that that true belief, then you're going to get some signs and you can believe, like I said, from the beginning, whatever you want, you know, you can believe that it's God, you can believe that it's the universe, you can believe that it's yourself, um, but you're going to become more observant. You're going to become more observant with what's happening in your life and um, when you come to be more self-aware about how you're thinking then you're going to be more self-aware about what's happening around you. And if you can continue to do that, you'll be able to then navigate the life that you're living. And with navigation comes, now you have a point A and a point B. And you can find that route with the navigation that you're able to accomplish um, through the self-awareness and through the manifestation. You're going to be able to accomplish finding that, that road to get you that point B. And then there's the point C and the point D. And finding that navigation is always going back to that, that true belief and then executing upon what you're able to see and what you're beginning to be aware of uh, in your own life. 
Exactly. And like Austin just mentioned, it really comes down to the awareness of all of these successful people out there who have set out with insane ideas, had tons of people doubting them and actually accomplished their ideas. And at the time when they first started out, um, for Jeff Bezos as an example, when he was selling books out of his garage, a lot of people thought that was a really insanely unique concept, but it was kind of ahead of its time. And it was ahead of its time because at the time the internet was just starting out. Um, people weren't comfortable with putting their credit card information online or putting their address online. And everybody thought this concept of using an online marketplace was very foreign. And it was at the time. But Jeff Bezos had the vision and he had the knowledge of the power of technology. And he used that to channel all of his energy into creating a big platform. And even though it started out small, it's now the world's largest platform for online commerce. And you can get a package delivered to your doorstep in a day after ordering it. And all of these amazing things that came through Amazon was all just a result of Jeff, Bezo Jeff Bezos' belief that he could actually set out to accomplish this mission. And another cool thing with manifestation is you don't necessarily need to know exactly what you're going to accomplish. You just have to believe that whatever it is you're going to do, you're going to succeed in. And a large part of that is making mistakes, overcoming failures, and more importantly, learning from those mistakes. Life is basically a huge lesson in itself. Um, anything that you do in life, you're going to have failures, you're going to have drawbacks. And the more that you learn from those failures, instead of allowing them to bring you down, is in turn manifesting more success and more positive energy. Because if you allow failures to bring yourself down, your confidence levels are going to go down, your work ethic is going to decrease. Everything that goes into accomplishing a goal is going to shrink because you're so down by that failure and instead of allowing yourself to get down um, you have to learn from these great entrepreneurs such as Jeff Bezos and Steve Jobs where when they experience failure they use that as a learning opportunity and in the back of their head they know that they're going to fail and they're willing to accept that because it's all a part of the learning process and that's another huge thing that comes down to manifestation is mindset you have to be willing to step outside your comfort zone, go against societal norms, and really put all of your focus and energy into a specific idea or goal that you have, regardless of what anybody else thinks. And that's something that's very powerful, whether you're going into a business venture or you're going into careers. Um, a lot of people expect you to go a certain pathway in life. And that's okay if you decide to go that pathway, but if you're not willing or confident enough in yourself to go for that or you're not truly passionate about it, then you should go and find something that you really enjoy. And that's another part of this whole entire concept is you have to be fulfilled in life through doing things that you enjoy doing. And that's why Austin and I are so passionate about gas money because we started this company out as two high schoolers just mowing lawns around our neighborhood. And through that lawn mowing process, we learned tons of new experiences, we made valuable connections with our clients, and we learned what it really means to run a business. And even though it was small at the time, that was really the foundation for what Gas Money is today, which is a side hustle platform for young adults to gain experiences and earn gas money by doing odd jobs just like the ones that Austin and I did in our neighborhood. So it really just shows if you have a small idea that can positive, positively impact your own life, there's a big chance that that same idea can also impact people on a large scale. And if you're willing to go out and make a new venture to help people and create solutions for people, the first step is believing in that own product for yourself and then believing that product can positively impact people all across the world. So it really just comes down to that belief that you can. Exactly. And another, I mean, going back, you kind of like started to mention it, but a prime example of manifestation in our lives with gas money, it was, you know, 
16 and 17 year old high school kids mowing some lawns and you know out of not necessarily out of the blue but that idea became something bigger and bigger and then we ended up kind of setting our mind on this this idea that we can create a mobile platform for people to do this, you know, as, as far as the, you know, the eye can see across the nation, potentially across the world. And what automatically came to our mind is what is completely taking over, you know, every industry today, which is a a mobile application or something online, some type of online commerce um, platform. And so, you know, I mean, our eyes were just, just huge. And we were just like, what, where do we even start? And this is kind of referencing, like you said, you know, you don't really have to know how or exactly what you want to accomplish. You just have to have that that firm belief that you are going to do it. And it goes back to, you know, you probably hear your grandparents or whatever say this to you all the time. It's you can accomplish whatever you put your mind to. And that's exactly what manifestation is. You have to figure out a almost like a, a, a focus point. And, and this can be broad, this can be very narrow, it does help for your focus point to be as narrow as possible. Um, and once you're able to figure that out, it's just always believing that you are going to accomplish that no matter what. And that's, that's kind of what we did, you know, we, we had that idea. And we started talking to people. And then I, you know, we got ideas of who to talk to. And I was like, Oh, you know, my cousin works in tech. Um, let, let's start there. And my aunt works, you know, at at a corporation, let's start there with how, you know, we can learn more about business and everything kind of just starts to snowball. And that's what manifestation is. It's not something like, you know, you think and you truly believe, and then the next hour you have it. It's not that at all. It it starts that snowball. It, It pushes that small ball, um, you know, starting at the, the top of the mountain and it pushes it off the cliff. So then it starts to roll and, and manifest certain things and bring them to fruition as you continue to execute on those until you finally get to that, that focus point. And what we did, we continued to do that. We continued to talk to people and we continued to execute. We reached out to, you know, a company out in California. We've already kind of told this story, um, but it all, it all started with that initial belief. And then now, you know, two years later, we have that mobile application on iOS and Android. We have that, uh, you know, full on business plan that we had the belief that we could, that we could get that done. And, you know, we have the future plans and the future goals to get to our focus point and we have our focus point. Um, and now the, the belief is as strong as it can possibly be. I think getting to the point where you truly believe does take a little bit. You're not, I'm not, you know, it, it depends on the person, but a lot of people are not going to truly believe in something until you see, you know, you start to be more aware and you start to see some type of either successes or some type of step in the right direction. And that belief continues to grow. I mean, just thinking of it, um, you know, metaphorically, it's it's like a fire, you know, that initial belief starts that fire, you throw that match in. And, you know, you continue to add wood to that fire as you or, or you know, at some points when you have major successes or major steps in, in advance, you, you know, throw some some gasoline on that fire. And that metaphorical fire of belief is exactly what then causes the smoke of manifestation. I know I'm getting a little uh, 
crazy with the metaphors, but that's I'm trying to build a little bit more of a vivid picture of what it truly is. It brings that into the world and you just have to learn how to pinpoint those things and, and figure out which which way is your next step and which which thing you're truly going to continue to believe in. Exactly. And manifestation is pretty complex because there's a beginner level, um, which basically Austin just explained, where you have a belief that you're going to accomplish something and that belief empowers you to actually take action on those goals and work towards those goals. And really, that's, that's the core step of manifestation is, first of all, knowing what you want to accomplish and truly believing with all of your being in the ability for yourself to accomplish that goal. Um, but it also gets more complex, and it really comes down to just little tiny things in your life, like if you have a doubt about an idea or if you think negatively about something. Um, there's all these little tiny things in your life where if you allow yourself to think negatively about an outcome or have doubts about what your goals are, that's consequentially going to decrease the chances of your success. And you have to train yourself for all of your thoughts and all of your energy to be positive and really to just put all of that belief into work in all aspects of your life. And that's the next step of manifestation, which is being optimistic about everything. And there's a clear line between optimism and realism, and you kind of have to know how to navigate that because you can't just say, oh, I'm going to win the lottery next week. I'm going to win a million dollars, or I think the Mega Millions is over a billion dollars right now. Um, that's not how manifestation works. You have to be realistic about your goals, but crazy enough where some people might doubt those goals and you really have to truly believe in those goals. Um, and just to kind of build off of that point I was saying, if, if you have a goal that you want to accomplish, let's say in a year, um, and for Austin and I, maybe that'll be um, having 10 counties in Michigan and Florida. We can manifest that, first of all, by writing that goal down and making sure that it's in our heads at all times. If you want to really accomplish a goal, write it down and make sure it's in your face at all times of the day, all times of the week. And I actually did that last year. I haven't done it yet, but I wrote down a list of all my personal goals and then a list of all of our company goals and framed it and put it up on the wall. So every morning when I wake up, that's the first thing I see. And that just really keeps that goal flowing in your mind. And throughout the day, it really keeps you focused on that goal, which is a huge aspect of it. And then next, more importantly, you have to actually take action on that goal. And that comes through all the things we've talked about in previous podcasts, such as scheduling, organization, keeping each other on track. And it's, it's a lot easier, too, if you have friends that are also aligned with your goals. And that's a perfect example of Austin and I. Um, we met as double partners on the Davis and Tennis team, and now we're um, business partners and really throughout that whole process, we were transparent with each other, we kept each other motivated, and it really translates from the tennis court to the business field where you have to keep each other accountable and you have to keep each other motivated. And another aspect of manifestation that I was going to get into is the people you surround yourself with are the people that you're going to become. Surround yourself with good friends and people who have motivated goals and people who are willing to go out and achieve goals in life that a lot of people aren't willing to do. And if you do that, those people are in turn going to motivate you to accomplish your own goals and it creates almost this manifestation on a larger scale where you're constantly motivating each other, you're constantly thinking positively about life and your future goals and outcomes and by surrounding yourself with that positive energy, you're actually able to accomplish more things than if you would surround yourself with negative people who might say you're not worthy enough to accomplish a goal or say, oh, well, here's what can go wrong, this can go wrong, that can go wrong. Um, it's okay to have people like that to give you new perspectives, but at the end of the day, if you truly believe in your product and you truly believe in the success of your product, it comes down to you 
believing that you can do it. And that's, that's one of the biggest parts of manifestation. Um, and I guess just to add another story real quick, um, trying to go into like how successful people have used manifestation. A great example is Cole Bennett. Um, for those of you who don't know, Cole Bennett is a video producer who basically started out with SoundCloud rappers and filmed music videos for them. And now he has over, I, I don't even know how many subscribers he's at. He's at at least a couple million subscribers on YouTube and he's got a huge following. And basically this all started from a simple idea that he had um, when he was in I think it was middle school. Um, he grew up in Plato, Illinois, which is a suburb outside of Chicago. And he always was super passionate about the underground rap scene. Um, and at the time, that was SoundCloud. But it kind of branched out to other small rappers and everything like that. And he also enjoyed production, um, basically filming for people, putting together content, stuff like that. So when he was sitting in high school, um, he got the idea to start a music production company. Or not a music production company, but video production for music. And basically what he did is he was trying to brainstorm ideas for it. Um, he was sitting in class, writing down logo ideas, um, writing down ideas for the company name. And his classmates were looking at him like, dude, what the heck are you doing? Like, are you actually going to try and do this? This is such a crazy idea. You're not going to succeed. And he'd always go home with his mom and they would brainstorm ideas together. And they didn't let those negative thoughts interfere with their goals because he truly believed that he had something, um, the potential for something to grow. So he kept writing down ideas. He ended up coming up with Lyrical Lemonade, and it really stuck out to him because it's such a unique name that a lot of people didn't understand it. And that's another cool aspect of business is the more unique your name is, the more people are going to be interested in your business. So once he got this idea, he ended up starting to film for people. Um, basically, he started out with small rappers in the Chicago area and suburbs around Chicago. And basically, he would film for them. And what he did is he made a YouTube channel called Lyrical Lemonade. And he would have all of the videos that he filmed for them be posted on his YouTube channel. And in turn, that began to grow his platform a little bit while also helping those rappers gain more followers and grow. So it was kind of like this mutual benefit situation. And I think it was right out of high school, he ended up booking um, the rapper Lil Uzi Vert, who today is a huge, huge rapper. And at the time, Lil Uzi was just starting out. And I think he booked him for a show for like, I think it was $8,000, which is a very small amount for... Um, the, the status that Lil Uzi's at right now. I mean, now you got to pay over a hundred grand for a show. And basically this experience with working with Lil Uzi really exposed Cole Bennett to the potential that he had with the rap game. And that really helped blow him up. And then you go down the line a couple years later, he ends up dropping out of college to fully pursue Lyrical Lemonade. And he ended up working with huge rappers such as Eminem, Juice World, um, J. Cole, Ski Mask, a bunch of these huge rappers that he would have never got the opportunity to work with if he didn't have that manifestation and positive thinking about his company in the very early stages. So it really just comes down to if you have an idea, you have to be willing to fully believe in that idea and keep working towards it regardless of what other people think, regardless of what other people say, and really just know that you're going to accomplish that with the right amount of dedication and belief. Yeah, and that's that's an amazing story. I think another um, great person to bring up, and you know, with all controversies aside, whatever, I think the stories are amazing, the success stories, and I think... I don't know. You might know a little bit more about this, so bounce off with me. But Danny Duncan, I love the part where he used to post uh, here and there about the as much belief that he had in what he's accomplishing today when he had nothing. And literally, you know, this guy, he I believe he he uh, 
you know, help people like, like, um, what do you call it? The skateboarders. He like went out to LA and he would help them with stretching and things like that. So it was completely different to what he really wanted to do, but he had that belief in that focus. It was almost like that, that little side thing that you have to do in order to fund or in order to get the recognition and the credibility or the network to be able to do what you really want to do and, and, and go towards that true goal. And the biggest thing that I really love at the very beginning, well, actually now he would post his bank account from the very beginning and it would have, I mean, close to zero dollars almost all the time he was saying. And it's just he would screenshot that to know and to tell himself and build that belief that it would never be like that in the future. And he would have, you know, as much money as he does today, you know, millions of dollars and, and the amount of, uh, you know, subscribers and connections in the network that he has today. But it's, it's basically looking at your, your current situation. And I think this can really help with belief too. looking at your current situation and, learning how to be as optimistic as possible with also being as realistic as possible. So it's, like you said, Rob, it's very, very complex when you explain it in this way. And it's kind of hard to explain it to somebody without them actually trying and doing it. So um, that's one piece of advice, you know, whatever you take from this, go out and try this and, you know, write things down, stick to your goals and really learn how to believe. But I think going back to the Danny Duncan example, the the life that he has today, the the ideas that he does, you know, they were all broken down to things that he was writing down and ideas that he had when he had nothing. And he just continued to pursue, continued to believe. And there's another good parallel, which is Mr. Beast. I mean, huge YouTube pre, pre, um, presence, you know, everybody pretty much knows about him in the world today. And I love, he was on the Joe Rogan podcast and he explained how he had a Google Doc just full of ideas, just pages of ideas, and they would just knock them off, execute, knock them off, execute, and he's been doing that since day one. And it's it's having that belief that these are going to do well, these are going to pr- propel me you know, further and continue to have that belief in yourself and your ideas. And I think these guys, both those guys did it so well and were able to stick to that common belief and be as optimistic and... Um, and basically just just thinking thinking it in 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 as best way as possible that it's going to happen and continually doing that and con- continually executing to be able to to get to where they they are today and i i don't know if you have any more to add with Danny Duncan cuz you probably know a little bit more about his story but yeah and i guess just to bring up a metaphor real quick too it's it's a, like you see a lot of these successful entrepreneurs and a lot of them started out broke or they had periods of time where they were broke and they didn't allow that period in their life to dictate their success in the future. And to quote um, Robert Kiyosaki from Rich Dad Poor Dad, um, for those of you who haven't who haven't read that book, I would really recommend it. It's really good for finance and just kind of, I mean, in a, in a sense, it's all about manifestation and learning how to grow your assets and be financially stable. But what it really comes down to is Rich Dad Poor Dad, um, in the book, he talks about when his father, basically he had two fathers um, in a metaphorical sense. One was his real dad, and then one was his friend's dad. And the friend's dad was uneducated, or not uneducated, but he dropped out of high school. Um, he ended up doing things business-related, and then his true dad was more educated. Um, he had a, I think he had a master's degree or something like that, and he was more in the traditional sense where you have to go to school, you have to get a 9-to-5, and that's the only way you succeed in life. 
Um, but basically, in the book, he talks about his rich dad, um, which is the dad that was going into business. And at many times in his life when he was starting out, he was broke. He didn't have any money at all. But he thought of himself as a broke man instead of a poor man because a poor man is a man that remains poor throughout the rest of his life. But a broke man is just a temporarily financially down person, which basically means if you're broke, there's a way to overcome that brokenness. But if you think of yourself as being poor, that translates to all other aspects of your life. So to kind of apply that lesson to these entrepreneurs we're talking about, such as Danny Duncan, who was very broke for a long period of his life, he didn't let that situation impact his goals and impact his belief to succeed. In a sense, it drove him with more inspiration to actually go after his goals and achieve them. And that's another thing Austin and I talk about is a lot, is you have to learn to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Because if you have a secure job, you're making a secure amount of money, it's very easy to become comfortable with that. And if that's totally fine if you want to do that. But if you're comfortable, there's a lot less opportunity for you to become successful because you're not going to be willing to go out and step outside of your comfort zone and go for larger goals and kind of grow yourself more because if you're comfortable, then why do you need to change? And that's a great example with Danny Duncan. He was extremely uncomfortable at that point in his life and he wanted to bring it upon himself to bring about positive change and manifest that success. And like Austin mentioned, he basically started out by stretching for skateboarders. And it's kind of funny because at the time he was dirt broke. He was sleeping on his friend's couches. He was um, hopping between houses trying to find a place to sleep. And he actually didn't charge any money for most of these skateboards that he stretched for. And the reason he did this is he cared more about growing his following than actually earning money at the time. And basically what he'd do is he would train or he would stretch these skateboarders in return for a shout out on social media. And that's basically how he grew his Instagram at the very beginning is he would get these free shout outs from people that he stretched for. And these skateboarders were very famous. They were professionals and they had a huge following. So he ended up gaining tons of followers through this. And he knew um, a lot of people didn't see it at the time, but he knew that the first step in becoming an influencer is to build a following. So a lot of people thought he was crazy because he wasn't making any money. He was broke. He was doing what he loved and he really enjoyed it. And he knew in the back of his head that all of this was part of the plan for him to become successful in the future. And now he has a huge following. I think he just passed 7 million on YouTube. And that was all a result of him making it through those broke days, believing in his future, and really believing in the overall goals that he had for himself. Well, a lot of people that he worked with didn't see those goals at first. And that's one of the biggest things of becoming successful is if you have that belief from the start and you have people that are doubting you and people that are saying that you can't do it, the best feeling in the world is proving those people wrong by actually accomplishing your goals and becoming successful. And a lot of times they think it's all luck that makes you get there. And that couldn't be farther from the truth. I mean, there's some entrepreneurs that start out with rich families or they have a huge support system. And that's that's a good advantage to have. But if you don't have that support system or if you have uh, poor cards dealt with life, um, you have to learn to not let your situation dictate your future success. And I guess to give another metaphor, um, it's kind of like a poker hand. If you're playing poker, um, if you have pocket aces, which is two aces, that's pretty much the highest chance that you have of winning um, before any of the cards are shown. And a lot of times people with lesser cards, such as like a two or a seven, might not have the confidence that they're going to win as much as they would if they had a pair of pocket aces. But the cool thing about poker and the cool thing about life is 
once those cards are shown, you technically do have an equal chance of winning because there's a chance you could get a straight with those cards and there's a chance that would beat out the pocket aces. And it really just comes down to learning to play with the cards that are dealt to you, uh, whatever that may be in life, uh, which is basically your situation, whether it's financially or your family situation, and not letting that dictate your future potential for success. And it really just comes down to that belief that you can do it. Yeah, it's having that belief that it will work out. Um, and I kind of want to jump back to, you know, the rich dad, poor dad thing. Another great concept that he was saying, it's all about the mindset and we're going to continue to go back to it because manifestation is rooted in how you're thinking day in and day out. And what he said is, um, it, it was the, the different philosophies. So the, the poor dad, he would say, oh, we can't afford that. You know, I only make this amount of money. You know, we can, we can do something else that we can afford. And the rich dad would say that he would never say, I can't afford it. He would turn it to, how can I afford it? And that's a huge, it's a, it's a very small change, but it's a huge difference in the way that you think about things. And that, that's also another thing with understanding, you know, in, in life with certain things that you want to accomplish. And, you know, a lot of times when you start on the path to success, you're not going to have the attributes, you're not going to have the skills, you're not going to know exactly how to do certain things that you are that that's going to propel you in that direction. So it's not saying, I can't do this because this, this and this, or I can't do this because I don't have the finances or because, you know, you know, yada, 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 you can come up with so many different excuses not to start not to go towards what Honestly, what you probably truly believed in before, you know, you, you got to that point where you have to change that slight thought of how can I do this? How can I accomplish this goal? Or how can I learn certain things to get me to that next step? And also, how can you get, get yourself into a position with people around you that are a lot of times smarter than you in certain aspects? And I think that that really goes back to I want to hit this a lot harder of making sure that you're around people that are going to benefit your mindset. And a lot of times you're going to have to look at your current situation and you know everybody has a friend or or a group of friends, you know, I I don't care if you're an introvert or anything like that. You you always have people that you interact with. And if you don't try to find somebody to interact with and make sure that 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 person is not just some, you know, hater or somebody that's always going to critique you in a way that's negative. Um, because if you can find a group, and I think we got really lucky, uh, and I hate using the word lucky, but it was it was a, a big chance that, you know, our friend group could turn down different paths in life, you know, we're, we're 20 and 21. So we're already through that, you know, uh, the, the grade school education, the high school crazy times where, you know, who do I hang out with? Who do I talk to? And we kind of just figured out all of us, you know, what we wanted to do in life from, from an early standpoint and also the mindset of positivity and being able to surround yourself with that. I, I truly believe, I don't know if we would be where we are if we didn't have a foundational system with people around us that have always been positive. And I mean, we love uh, critiquing, we love constructive criticism. And that that is another thing that you have to turn in your head sometimes, because 
when you go and, and you think and you observe the people that you're around after listening to something like this to, 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 to make a decision, if, if you need to make a change in your life or if you need to make a change with people that you're hanging out with, you have to first figure out how to change criticism into constructive criticism. And if, if you're unable to do that, then that person shouldn't be in your life because that means that everything that they're saying is just a negative thing. And with being around the people that are always speaking positively, either about their situation or helping you with your situation or just about anything in life, then that's then going to help you continue to think positively. And with manifestation, it all comes back to that thinking. Um, and, you know, you're going to be around these people probably for the rest of your life or, you know, the, the girlfriend or boyfriend that you have um, or, or the husband or the wife that you have. You know, you really have to figure out if this is going to be beneficial in your thoughts, um, because that's that's true. Your thoughts are going to manifest what your life is going to be. Um, so I think that might be one of the biggest, if not the biggest things to focus on when truly trying to manifest positivity and positive results and outcomes in your life is figuring out who you're you're surrounding yourself with. Exactly. And one of the cool things about manifestation is it doesn't just have to be for a certain goal or a certain outcome in your life. It really comes down to just your overall happiness and your overall well-being. Because like Austin mentioned, if you think about something negatively, like if you can't afford something, if you think about it in that sense, then you're never going to think that you can afford it because you're always putting yourself down. Whereas if you think of not being able to afford something as, well, how am I going to be able to afford this? It causes you to think of new ways to work towards success and new ways to better yourself. And in turn, you'll eventually end up being able to afford it. I mean, just like Rich Dad, Poor Dad, um, the rich dad in that book is called Rich Dad for a reason. Even though he was really broke at times, and I think his company went bankrupt a couple times, he ended up being able to overcome those failures because he thought about the opportunities they presented instead of the actual fact that he failed at something. And I've said this quote a ton of times, but it comes down to the fact that there's no mistakes in life, only lessons. And if you allow yourself to learn from mistakes that you make instead of allowing yourself to be brought down by those mistakes, you're going to notice a lot more success as a result of those because Life is just a game of learning, and at the end of the day, if you're able to learn from situations and you're able to convince yourself that you're able to overcome those situations, then eventually you're going to be able to do it. And another cool thing about manifestation is it likes to show itself in really weird ways. And I'm sure you guys have experienced this before where um, you'll either think of somebody and then a minute later get a text from them or you'll think something's going to happen and then it does and it almost feels like a coincidence. And there's a point where there's so many coincidences that happen that you realize where maybe it's not a coincidence. And this is kind of getting into the deeper part of it, which is kind of the energy around it. And a lot of people um, don't really believe in this and some people do and Austin and I um, we've kind of trained ourselves to believe in it because if it does exist then we want to use it for our benefit but if it doesn't exist at the end of the day we're still making ourselves think positively and positive thoughts result in positive outcomes but um, just kind of going back to that there's been so many times in my life where I've thought of like oh I wonder what my friend Alex is up to and then I get a text from him the same minute or I'll think oh man like I haven't seen this kind of car in a while and then I see the car on the road or somebody's talking about an event that I haven't thought about in years and the night before I thought of that and then they're talking about it and there's just so many different things that have happened where it's kind of proving itself to me 
where if there's different ways of attracting things in your life that aren't goal-related, then there must be a way to apply it to actual goals and put it to positive use. And there's many ways you can think of it. And like I said, it's totally fine if you don't believe in it. But Austin and I have kind of adopted that philosophy that if this does exist and there's a way where you can attract positive things in your life, which has been proven by countless successful entrepreneurs and business people and leaders, then why not train yourself to believe in those goals and go for them? Because if they actually come true, that's just going to prove that you can manifest more success. And that's kind of why I think so many successful people never stop working. They're always working to accomplish new goals. Um, and I think Elon Musk is a great example of that. He had tons of failures, especially when he was starting SpaceX. He got down to, I think it was the last rocket launch, where if that rocket launch failed and he had, I think it was three failures before that one, then SpaceX would go bankrupt and he wouldn't be able to go anywhere with it. A lot of people in that situation wouldn't be willing to take the risk of going forward with that last launch because it's a scary thought to think of if this launch doesn't work, then the company is going to die. But Elon Musk put himself into the mindset where there's no option for failure. This launch is going to work. And it ended up working perfectly. He was able to build a huge company off of it and also build successful, numerous successful other companies such as Tesla and the Boring Company and all of these different ideas. And basically, I think... From Elon Musk's point of view, when he told himself to go forward with that, when so many people were telling him not to, and then he ended up succeeding because he believed that he would succeed, that just confirmed that his thoughts and positivity actually work. And that's one of the biggest parts of manifestation is the more you use it and the more you think positively about outcomes, the more positive outcomes you're going to experience. And that's almost just like a confirmation that your thoughts and your perspectives on life need to be positive in order to actually accomplish those positive outcomes and accomplish your goals. I just kind of thought of a quote, which is a little out in left field, but it makes, I, I can wrap it back around to make sense with manifestation. And I saw a quote, it said, 80% of people in the world are followers. Uh, 15% of people are observers and 5% are leaders. And I think, yeah, that's correct math. And I think, um, I think I want to tweak that a little bit because the best leaders in the world are also the ones who observe the most. And what I mean by that is going back to manifestation where if you are not able to observe, but you're just, you know, able to make a decision, you know, with data or something like that, but you're not able to observe the, the certain things that you're feeling or the certain, uh, you know, outcomes in life in, in your day to day life that you are seeing, then you're, you're not going to be the best leader that you can be. I truly believe that the 1% in the world are the best leaders that are the best observers. Um, and, and with that being said, with the, with the observations that you make in your day to day life, and, and honestly, like I never thought that I was an observer until probably two or three years ago. Um, you know, I would just live life day to day. And I really think I started writing a, a, a little book about my life and, and gas money and things like that. And it showed me like, I don't really vividly remember before I was 13 or 14 years old, which it saddens me a little bit. But at the same time, it's because I was living life just like every day was just a, a, another breeze, you know, from from uh, from the water and living life in that way is not really going to ever show you um, what kind of future that you can have. You have to be able to observe every single second of every single day 
to be able to really remember and really kind of take that into account and be able to then navigate and use those um, certain observations to then lead either either you're leading a team of people in a business, you're leading yourself through your life, um, you're going to become the best leader that you can possibly be uh, in life in general with being able to observe at, at a maximum capacity. Uh, and there's some people, you know, I've met, um, not philosophy, well, I've talked to some people that are pretty, pretty philosophical. And then also some people that, um, what's, what's the job that they, uh, basically like talk you through like certain situations in your life. Consulting. Uh, no, not, not necessarily that, but like, like you have like problems and they're like talking you through. Therapist? Yes, therapists. So I've met like therapists and those people are like almost like scarily observant. Like they literally, it, it feels like they know more about you than you even do as soon as you meet them. But those people too, they probably know more about themselves than a lot of people do. And they're able to then work their life and work others, other people's lives for them almost. So, and I'm not saying, you know, those people are probably the best business leaders or the best people to lead anybody. But I am saying that, you know, if, if you look at life almost in like a, like a therapist way that, that they look at other people's lives, then you're going to be able to figure out certain situations without having to put it on somebody else, put it on the company, um, and, and be able to then navigate those results and, and see certain things in your life um, that are basically the answers to the certain problems that you're having. And that's another way that you can kind of use manifestation. You know, if you are having a hard time in your life and either nothing's working out at your business or nothing's working out, um, in your life in general, at your job with your coworkers, and you're just kind of in a rut, you got to really turn all of those negative, um, negative thoughts aside and turn those off and just look at every single, positive, um, factor in those negative, you know, things that are happening to you. And once you start doing that, that's another way to use manifestation is just making a brighter day for tomorrow. And I think that's, that's a very, um, that's a very powerful thing because now we're in a very interesting time today where people think, oh, you know, you need a certain drug, um, because you're feeling this way and this will help you feel better, or you need somebody to talk to. And I'm not saying, you know, there are some people you, you need to talk to people and or just, you know, talking to your friends. It's not like you need to hire somebody to almost navigate your life for you. If you really learn how to think positively and look at the brighter side of every situation in life, then your tomorrow is going to be much brighter than it would be if you always look at the negative side of things. Exactly. And like Austin mentioned, you have to talk to people and learn from people. And that really comes down to being observant. And one of the things that we always mention is it's very beneficial to learn from successful people's stories because it teaches you how to train your mindset to be successful and what steps to take to be successful. And what a lot of people don't realize is many, many successful people out there were at one point broke in their life or at one point had nothing going for them. And a lot of times when people experience that, they think that's how their life is going to be until they die and they never see that chance for opportunity because they're so down on themselves. And what you find in a lot of these successful people is they use that uncomfortable position as motivation to better their lives and it really came down to their belief that they could do it. 
and a lot of people doubted them and a lot of people really didn't see them as somebody who was going to make a difference in the world, but they believed in themselves and they believed in their goals. And I know we've said this multiple times in the podcast, but it does come down to that belief that you can do it. And also like Austin was saying too, your mind is really powerful. Um, and especially in terms of man- manifestation, um, you can accomplish goals, you can you can train your mind to think certain ways, but it's also connected to your body. I mean, your mind is basically the driving force behind all of your limbs, all of your organs, everything that's working in your body. And there's been hundreds of stories out there where people have been deathly sick or had a virus that didn't have a cure or had cancer, and they just started praying, or um, whether you're religious or not, it's, it's praying and it's creating those positive thoughts. And ended up having healings basically just from transitioning their mindset from thinking that they had no hope and that they were going to die and then reversing that to I'm going to continue living I'm perfectly healthy and the more you think of your body as being healthy and the more you think of yourself as being successful um, as weird as it sounds there's a lot of instances where it actually becomes true and that's a huge thing that people don't talk about a lot is just the power that your thoughts and your energy has on your overall well-being and your overall success and it really just comes down to training yourself to think positively and then having small successes to confirm that positive thinking and it's really just kind of like that snowball effect Austin was talking about where you think positively about one outcome and then you end up achieving that goal and then you set an even bigger goal and you continue thinking positively and then you accomplish that goal and it just kind of creates this compounding effect where you realize that the more positive your thoughts are in life the more positive your outcomes are going to be and that's really what the basis of manifestation is is realizing that your mind is powerful the most powerful tool in your toolbox and if you're able to properly use that tool and train yourself to believe in the power of that tool you're going to be able to find success and pathways that you never even considered taking and a good example of this is Robert Frost poem where there's the two trails that diverge in the woods and a lot of people often take the path that's more traveled Um, but in the poem he took the path that was left traveled and at the end of his life he looked back and he said that made all the difference in the world because a lot of times it can be very uncomfortable to go down a road that nobody's done before and especially in entrepreneurship that comes to a lot of startups I mean what Austin and I are doing with gas money is a very new concept that hasn't really been done before um, with businesses with that focus on young adults and that mission to empower young adults and it's scary because there's no data yet to confirm if this is going to work or if this isn't going to work and basically everything that we've done so far has been based on our belief that it is going to work and based on our passion that we truly believe in the success of our company and really really when it comes down to it it's it comes down to rallying your thoughts around that positive outcome and that's something that we've done in all aspects of our life and it's just really powerful because the more you exercise it the more you're going to see results and it really just comes down to that confirmation one more point that i have too and i think we brushed on it but having the ability to be misunderstood you know this can be a a very very um powerful ability in any part of life it can i'm thinking Honestly, I'm going to put my point specifically on business because like, like you were saying about, um, you know, Lyrical Lemonade, Cole Bennett, you know, the people in his classrooms that would, you know, make fun of him and, you know, say this, this, that's a stupid name or that's a stupid concept. Um, and you know, Steve jobs and Steve Wozniak, when they had, they had a technology, a great technology, um, but they still had plenty of people that were saying, you know, this isn't going to work, uh, you know, 
personal computing will never be something that that can be sold commercially to residential homes. Um, it can never even be sold commercially. That that's what a lot of people were saying at that time because nobody really understood why people would want to communicate through a screen, and nobody understood why people would not want to you know basically use the resources that they had with their their cell phones or with with basically just the the phones that they had. Um, in the offices that they had, nobody understood why anybody would want to work remote or work anywhere in the world. You know, it sounded like a cool concept, but everybody was thinking so traditionally at that time. And I think for any new business, there is a traditional mindset during the time that that business is created that has to be taken over by results. And it's having that ability to be misunderstood. And at that time, there's not going to be a lot of people that understand. Um, and going off of, um, you know, that, that fuel to your fire from the people that do understand, or honestly, a lot of times it's going to be just from your understanding of what you want to accomplish in your belief. Um, so building on that ability, um, you know, not taking it uh, to the extent of somebody that, is saying or critiquing or, you know, giving you criticism where hopefully you've already made that switch in your head where it's constructive criticism. But as you continue to hear a lot more and more criticism, you need to still believe in yourself that you can be misunderstood at that time. And they will understand if you continue to execute and continue to give the world the results that you truly believe are going to come to fruition. Um, and that's, that's all manifestation in the end. It's you continuing to believe no matter what anybody says, no matter how misunderstood you are, um, you know, no matter how bad your elevator pitch is right now. Um, it's all about just bettering yourself and being uncomfortable, you know, learning to manifest, learning to take control of your life and observe and be a, a, a great leader really comes down to just being very uncomfortable. Um, and that's, that's truly, I think, the only way to grow. Um, I think diamonds basically are made off of the compression of, of a rock, of, of coal, I believe. So that, you know, it's basically coal being as uncomfortable as possible if you want to think that it can actually feel that. And they, it's turning into and it's growing into some type of, you know, unimaginable value. And that's exactly what building off of a belief can turn into in life and being able to bring that to fruition. And that's, that's basically the root of manifestation. Exactly. And I think a great wrap-up point is a story that's talked about in a book called The Secret. And if you haven't read that book, I would highly recommend doing so. It's a very easy read. I think you can read it in maybe like four or five hours. And it basically talks about manifestation. And it thinks of manifestation as the universe. And basically whatever energy you put out is the energy that you're going to receive. And one of the stories in The Secret talks about a painter who paints all of these different types of paintings and art pieces. And he was very depressed. And basically at this point in his life he he was alone he didn't have many friends and he thought that he was never going to find the love of his life and he thought that he was going to live his life out and die alone and this is a very depressing thought so um, he got down to the point where he went and saw a therapist which is a great thing to do if you're in that situation and basically a therapist was like well let me see some of your paintings so um, the painter brought in his paintings and they were all of women looking away for him with depressing colors and dark scenes and it just looked very 
very sad. And the therapist said, well, of course you're not getting any woman in your life. All of your paintings have women looking away from you, and they're denying you basically through your paintings. So what the therapist did is he told the painter to go home and start painting pictures of things that he wanted to accomplish in life. And at the time, that was finding somebody to marry and finding somebody to spend the rest of his life with. So the painter went home. And he began painting bright and colorful scenes of attractive women looking at him and smiling and laughing. And a couple months later, he went back in to see his therapist. And the therapist was like, well, have you seen any changes in your life? And the painter goes, yeah, you're not going to believe this, but I actually just met a woman a couple days ago. And she's beautiful. She has everything in common with me. And we're kidding off really good. And the therapist was like, well... Look what happened. You, you transformed your mindset from thinking that women are turning away from you and not wanting you into a mindset where you can achieve these relationships and you can find the woman that you want. And all of that was created simply from a very, very simple thing, which is a painting. And what he didn't know at the time, what the painter didn't know, is he was basically manifesting all of these women to turn away from him simply because of the fact that's what his thoughts were. He thought that nobody liked him. He thought that he was depressed. And basically by changing this simple fact in his life of transforming this depressing dark painting into something that's bright and vibrant and energetic and happy, he was able to find the woman of his dreams and they ended up getting married and living out the rest of their lives happily together. And I think that's just a powerful story because whatever you want to accomplish in life, whether it's meeting somebody or accomplishing a business goal or going into a career, you have to train yourself to know that you're going to accomplish that. And the first step of that is changing all of the small things you do in life to be positive. And that's something that can be applied regardless of what your current situation in life is, regardless of your desired career path or your, your, your uh, business goals, is just realizing that every single thing that you do has to be positive and you have to learn how to think positively about outcomes because the more positive you are on life, the more positivity you're going to return and the more positive your life's going to become in general. So um, I think that's that's a great wrapping up point and that story, I think it's been told in a couple different books as well and there's different variations of it, but the most important part of that story is just that underlying manifestation that the painter used to transform a depressing state in his life into to something positive and whatever it is you have as a goal whether it's your dream car your dream house start writing that down or start putting up pictures of it in your room or just put it in front of your face so every single day you can look at that and say I'm gonna have this one day and you're gonna be surprised at how soon you start achieving success and becoming more successful in your life just from simple things such as pictures or writing things down and it really just comes down to the fact that whatever you put out there you're eventually going to receive so um, I really hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I know we kind of got deep on a lot of things. And I mean, manifestation is something that it takes a lot of training. It takes a lot of experience and you're always going to learn in life. And that's one of the core values of it is just a constant cycle of learning and adapting and not allowing failure to dictate your future success. And um, um, if you guys enjoyed this, I mean, Austin and I, we do a weekly podcast called Weekly Insights. And we basically talk about different ways you can improve your life, whether it's through networking or through building a business and we're basically just using
using our own experiences so far to talk about these things. And neither of us are, are professionals. Um, we've, we've basically done all these things from starting a small lawn care business and using those experiences to create a platform for young adults to do side hustles. And we have a ton of huge goals in store. And we hope you guys enjoy our journey and um, become interested in what we're doing because our main goal with this entire company is not to make money. It's to help people just like us who maybe were set on a career path in life that we weren't passionate about and kind of showing that there's many different options in life and it really just comes down to your mindset and your habits and making yourself believe in yourself and before anybody's going to believe in you you have to believe in you um, so I think that's a great closing point um, Austin I hope you can come down to Florida State soon and we can get some in-person podcasts going we've been doing virtual but um, it still works out great and as always we really hope you guys enjoyed so if you have any suggestions for a topic for next week's podcast or something you'd like to hear about or a guest you'd like to have on we're going to have a poll um, with a free response section so feel free to give us more suggestions and we hope you enjoyed and like we always say at the end of our podcast go, go get, get that, that gas, gas money, money.